Okay, I don't care what you say. This film was bad. This film was really bad. It offends me. The, the fact they recasted Freddy Krueger for the fil- this film was like a red flag. And like all red flags, I ignored them. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the abomination that is the Nightmare on Elm Street 2010 remake. Not even a reboot, which I can always, I can always try to accept a reboot. I can accept the incorporation of new ideas, of new plot threads, even of the greater resolution of a pre-existing plot thread that we all thought was dead and buried. But what I cannot stand is a remake, particularly when it is something that is already so popular and so well-received. I don't see the point in that at all. So today I'm going to take a look back at this steaming trash fire and tell you why if you haven't seen this film you shouldn't and if you have seen this film we should be given some kind of compensation the first thing i want to talk about with this film and i feel like it's a common issue uh, across a lot of very poorly received films in the horror genre in particular or indeed you know really any sort of more recent film is the over-reliance on cgi over practical visual effects. Now, I've heard this phrase kind of thrown around a lot in the filmmaking genre uh, from professionals who dedicate their time very graciously and with a lot of talent to creating these either robotic or just sort of prosthetic or whatever, these new and amazing techniques to create something that looks very out of this world in physical form. And I think that it's a brilliant art form that is not appreciated nearly as much as it should be by modern audiences, which is strange to me because a lot of the amazing films that you always you know, quote or reference or whatever were ones that were made great by the practical effects and the talent behind them. The thing that I noticed from, I went back and looked at some of like the promotional footage and, you know, Uh, advertising materials particularly the trailer is the abundance of cgi it's so bad and you know elephant in the room mainly on freddie himself robert england's version of the character was better in every way but mainly because he has an iconic look that is a physical manifestation rather than something that was done afterwards there's very few films that can create a villain with cgi that do it well Uh, Harry Potter is an example of this because although the face of Voldemort is CGI in part, a lot of it was done with makeup so that it was an editation to uh, Ray Fiennes' face rather than like just completely changing his face altogether. And it was scary enough from, you know, onset accounts. He was, was scary enough in his own right without the CGI and the makeup. And I think that Robert Englund's character even though the makeup really helped, part of the reason why Freddy Krueger is scary is because of the personality behind all of the thick body makeup that he had on and all the costuming. It was amazing. And I think that the two elements have to work together. Freddy Krueger in this film is not, is not, he's barely even the same character. He's not as funny. The tone is more serious, I think, which, you know, could have been used really well, but the it makes the the CGI looks clowny. If you're gonna use CGI, make it good, you know. And it looks it looks clowny. It looks it somehow looks given that it's supposed to be like an up to date version of this very very of its time franchise. It somehow does not age well, and it's barely it's barely old at all, really, by our standards. And 
I do wish that they had made more use of the up-to-date techniques that you have in terms of like, you know, practical effects, because it would have been so cool to see more of those techniques when possible with better, better cameras, better, you know, technology and resources to create this kind of thing. And I think it would have been great because that's one of the reasons why the original franchise is so iconic. It's because whenever you see something happen, you know that it's something that they practically learned how to do. Um, aside from the bit, like even the shot at the end, you know, where like uh, the mum is just snatched through a door and you know that it's a blow up doll. You could have remade that using, you know, stunts and practical effects and a touch of CGI to add, add some more realism to what is already great on its own. I think that that was a real missed opportunity for the filmmakers to write some of those criticisms of the original film. And I think that's really what a reboot should do is add more to what was already there rather than sort of try and demolish a legacy that you're trying to profit off of. Yeah, I think that was a huge mistake and a huge turnoff for a lot of OG fans in particular. Okay, this is more specifically about the characterization. The characters, they chose for the most part to keep a lot of the characters really the same, I think, the most central characters anyway. Like, Nancy is still the protagonist, but she's really kind of a different sort of person. She's she's equally, I would say, as whiny as she was in the original, but it comes off a lot less as frustrated, not being listened to, girl, and more of a I'm a pre I'm a I'm a, I'm a preteen, which she, you know she comes off as a lot younger than she is because she's so freaking whiny the whole way through, and I can't engage with her at all. There's nothing relatable about this teenage girl. Part of the reason why Nancy was such a great final girl was because she the angst that she felt wasn't just from the terror she was experiencing but because she knew that no one was believing her because of how everyone around her perceives her and what she's saying does sound outlandish but the struggle that she faces is mostly because she's a young girl trying to say hey something's not right and I know this I have the answers to some of these questions that you don't um all the teenagers are kind of the same exact person, at least in the original. They might have been wafer-thin caricatures, but they were all their own wafer-thin caricature. They weren't all picked from the same fishbowl, and they didn't all have the same one personality trait, which was, I, you know, I like drinking and drugs. Please have sex with me, which is kind of what all of these characters really seem to do. Um, the thing I mainly want to talk about, though, is Freddy. Now, in the original... A lot is left up in the air in terms of why Freddy was killed. You know that the parents took issue with him and the closeness he had to their children, but that is kind of all you know. The idea that Freddy Krueger was innocent kind of makes it more plausible that he would come back from the dead and kill all these parents, children, uh, in a revenge, you know, motif kind of way. But it totally destroyed the character for me no, like when they changed it so that he was actually a, a predatory figure because it takes a lot of the uncertainty away and that again like Freddy is one of those characters that is very fantasy driven he's very he manifests your fears he manifests in that sort of small corner of doubt in your mind that's part of the reason why he's so scary even though his original film series was very cartoonish because you never quite know what his game plan is and the fact that you made this character explicitly one thing then becomes his dominating trait. The fact that he is turned into this figure distinctively, we're being told, yes, he is this person, he deserves it, da da da. Absolutely fine, but not for this character. Because what you've done is you've taken a character that was funny, you know, 
crazy, quirky, and, you know, we still really don't know much about him, despite how much of his personality he shows us, you've taken away a lot of room for sort of engagement and mystery in this character that you were literally handed the copyright for. And I think, you know, that's true of a lot of these characters. You've kind of made them one-dimensional to to feed this really wafer-thin, soulless remake to an audience. And I think that's really damaging to the film's legacy and to the horror genre. I hate when films do that. I hate when films play into tropes and don't make it like a, a jokey thing or they don't call themselves out. They're doing it in the utmost seriousness and that's the thing. That's another thing that I can't stand about this film. There's a lot of things and very valid criticisms that I can make of this film. And for the sake of being concise, I have limited it down to three areas, this being the third main one that I want to talk about. And one of the one of the other problems that I have with this film is it's it's part of the reason why it's so obviously such a cash grab is because it it references back to the film it's supposed to be remaking. But it does it because it knows that it can bank on your nostalgia more than anything else. The film titles being the same, moments in the trailer hearkening back to the most iconic moments from the original films. A lot of the uh, most, you know, well-known shots from the original film are also kind of the ones that are they're scattered throughout the film in this weirdly bizarre way that makes the whole plot even less, even less organic. Um, like there's a scene, like the scene in the first, in the original film where Nancy turns down the hall, like looks down the hallway and sees like a body being dragged away, the body of her friend being dragged away by Freddy. That's like by an invisible force, you know, that's scary. That's freaking trauma fuel if I've ever seen it and it's just innately creepy because it's and also because of the setting that it's in and everything it's creepy it's just innately creepy yet somehow when the exact same shot is mimicked in this later film it's not scary and I think mostly that's because you know as a viewer that's what they're doing they're mimicking this original shot for the sake of mimicking the original shot and I don't think it makes any sense and particularly when it's kind of you know something's been thrown in just to sort of manipulate you based on your the reputation and the love you have for an, for the other film that kind of feels bare that makes the whole thing even worse in my opinion I don't like that I don't appreciate that at all this I mean again this is like one of several times this is done uh the bit where the one of the first deaths in the film which is like the girl on the ceiling kind of thing that again, even then it was like, it was executed with greater finesse because of the new technologies we have, but it was just not, it was just not, it was nothing new, I think was my issue. It was nothing new in the right way. What would have been great to see was some more kills that were kind of overtly gratuitous, but also really crazy and weirdly quirky to hark back to the original tone of the franchise a little bit. You just need to walk the line a little bit better between what you're overtly trying to make money off the legacy of and your own sort of new creation. I think that there was a way to fuse the thread lines between these two different areas of the franchise and you chose not to do it. I will admit the franchise did get really goofy, but it was still enjoyable, you know, by the time it got to like Dream Warriors phase. I don't think that it was, I don't think it was that great, to be honest. What I would have loved to have seen instead of a remake of the first film was maybe like a, a remake of the second film. And to play more into those sort of the 
LGBTQ plus undertones that a lot of people picked out at the time of its original release. Or the Dream Warriors, because I love the Dream Warriors. It's one of my favorite in the franchise and one of my favorite horror movie sequels, but it doesn't necessarily hold up by modern standards. I mean, you could say that about a lot of films in the franchise, but most people, regardless of how they feel about sort of the more retro side of horror cinema, will have seen the first Nightmare on Elm Street. And I think that Dream Warriors is one of those films that deserves more attention. And if you'd have done a remake of that, I would have loved that. I mean, I think that it's kind of, you know, I think it was a missed opportunity for them to just say, look, we're going to remake the first film in the franchise because it's the easiest thing to do. I wish they had been more adventurous. And a lot of people might say that them choosing to change the tone and stuff was adventurous. The choice to recast Freddy Krueger and yada yada was adventurous. It's not adventurous. It is the most basic thing you could do to try and make money, to squeeze money out of a long dormant franchise. Being adventurous is trying to take elements from the film that are integral parts of the of the character and the story and, you know, the the aesthetic of the series and to to do something new with them. Like don't just copy and paste things in because that's sloppy. Don't just take a few little extracts and put them in your own thing and say, We did something cool and original. You didn't, you just copied you copied someone else's work and yeah, the main thing that I do wish for this franchise, because I, I hear there's like a sequel planned, so but I don't I don't know that for certain. I also don't know to what extent it's gonna reflect the kind of sequels that we saw with the original franchise. Uh I don't necessarily I think it will kind of just go back to Nams. I think it'll become like just Nancy purely. Uh like kinda like with the Aliens franchise, they'll divert from those plans and just continue with the sort of the the the, pre- the protagonist they've already introduced just to be extra lazy but yeah i don't think that this film deserves any credit i hope that anyone who hasn't watched it chooses to abstain from watching it because it doesn't deserve any credit and i know that the filmmakers are trying to manipulate the pre-existing fan base and if they can't get any money in the home box office then these kind of remakes will not happen. And I think that we should all take a good long look at any piece of cinema that is introduced to us, particularly when it's uh, something like this, that it's just such an obvious and pathetic cash grab.